Real Presence Live. That which is beautiful will manifest itself in truth and in goodness. Local. The challenges that we're facing in our generation, we just need the gospel. I mean, every every culture, every generation just needs to know how the gospel applies. Engaging. We don't bring any life at all to the church. The church is, is the life. It gives us the life. Live. The reality is, He is all things beautiful, capital B. And so anything that is authentically beautiful draws us, even if we don't realize it, to God. Good morning. Welcome to Real Presence Radio's Father Randall Kazel, broadcasting live from the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. Thank you for being with us this morning. We have a great show coming up here on Real Presence Radio Live. And as we do each morning, let us begin our morning show with a prayer in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us invoke the help of our Blessed Mother as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Come, Holy Ghost, fill the hearts of thy faithful, and kindle in them the fire of thy love. Send forth thy spirit, and they shall be created, and thou shalt renew the face of the earth. Let us pray. O God, who didst teach the hearts of thy faithful people by sending them the light of thy Holy Spirit, grant us by the same Spirit to have a right judgment in all things, and evermore to rejoice in his holy comfort through Christ our Lord. Amen. And as we get started, a special word of blessings and congratulations to all grandparents who are listening this morning. Today is a very special feast day. Saints Anne and Joachim, the grandparents of our Lord Jesus and the parents of Mary, the Immaculate Conception. So we ask Saints Anne and Joachim to help us this day and each day, especially we ask them to pray for all of our grandparents to continue to inspire them and to lead them forth. And we'll have a little more on grandparents here later in the morning. And this morning we have a great show. Uh, we're going to start out with Sarah Vetter. And Sarah is uh, uh, with it. And Sarah will be with us here in just a moment. And <clears throat> we will be talking about various aspects of parenting and grandparenting and all sorts of great things. Uh, looking outside my window here at my office, and the weather is very nice. I admit it's a little warm here uh, in Pine Island, as I'm sure it's been all through the Midwest. Uh, we're going to pray for rain. As uh, Getting to the point where the crops need another dose of rain, our good Lord has actually been pretty good this summer. Actually, he's always really good, no matter what happens. <laughs> so I make sure everyone knows what I'm saying. But the timing has been pretty good that God has provided, uh, because we here in Minnesota, at least in the southern Minnesota, uh, we had a dry spell. It's going on about a month ago, and a lot of farmers were asking me to pray, and we were all joining in prayer and our Lord delivered a nice band of rain. I think we got, some areas got up to two inches, and that has made the corn and the beans uh, really do very well. So, But just so all of our listeners know, we want to pray for here, but also those areas of, uh, I know in northern Minnesota, we have some dry spots, and especially out west and other areas of uh, the whole North America, we want to pray for the rain that's needed. And now we have Sarah with us. Welcome, Sarah, here to Real Presence Radio Live. Thank you. Glad to be here. And Sarah Vetter, who works with Catholic Charities of Southern Minnesota. Uh, great to have you with us. And can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, like you said, I'm the director of the Pregnancy, Parenting, and Adoption Program for Catholic Charities of Southern Minnesota. Um, I've been with Catholic Charities about eight years now. 
and I've got a bachelor's and master's in social work, and I just love working with babies and new parents. Wow, that's great work. Great work. And I uh, understand that you are a part of some visioning and planning for this particular work of helping uh, to find homes for uh, adoption, but also strategies to help moms and dads to raise their children. Can you tell us a little more about uh, what you're doing in your strategies and any shifts uh, regarding the services that you provide? Absolutely. Yeah, our, our goal is to support women with confident pregnancies and babies with stable beginnings. Um, and so we do that a lot of different ways through parenting support, pregnancy education, um, meeting both tangible needs and providing hope for a future, for a stable beginning. Um, So whether that's supporting parenting or working on an adoption plan, um, we support either one. And would you say that uh, the the great majority of your people that you're helping are single mothers in, in the circumstance of looking for ways to help either raise a child that they're expecting or perhaps adoption? What are you seeing in the current time? Yeah, I think parenting is, I know parenting is definitely the more popular choice. Um, And there's a lot more resources now today um, for single parents than there were years ago. There's still certainly many women choosing adoption. It's probably not the popular choice and not as well known about how adoption has changed over the years and can be very open and empowering now versus um, some of the secretive adoptions you hear about from years past. Hmm. Okay. Can you tell us a little more about uh, the option of adoption and what you see currently and how that is playing out? Yeah. Expectant parents have a lot more options of how they want their adoption to look, and many of our adoptions are very open, meaning there's contact afterwards between the birth parents, the adoptive child, and the adoptive parents. It's not co-parenting in any way, but it it gives the child a chance to know where they came from and who they look like and why they were placed for adoption. Um, And it's it's really healing for birth parents, too, to see that the child that they placed has loving parents, is growing up well, um, is having a good life, and, and all those reasons why they probably chose adoption, they get to see that in real life. Um, so it's, it's really positive for everyone to have openness in adoption. Mm-hmm. And so, and so birth parents that come, go ahead, sir. sorry, birth parents that come in can, can choose the adoptive parents, can get to know them ahead of time, um, even before baby's born and start working on that relationship and developing trust and, and getting to know one another. Mm. That sounds very good. Uh, so let's say there's maybe uh, some single mothers expecting a baby, not sure what to do listening this morning, um, and say they, they want to contact you. What what sort of things do you help uh, a single mother with when they uh, initiate a contact with your office? Yeah, well, we're happy to meet with them. Um, we serve all 20 counties of southern Minnesota, so it's, it's a big range. Um, and the most important thing I want them to know off the bat is there's no commitment to adoption or to parenting when they first come in. We just want to help them look at their options and understand the realities of both parenting on their own or choosing adoption. Um, so we talk a lot about what their rights are, what their options are, what that could look like. Um, all of our social workers are um, trained and happy to help walk them through kind of a decision-making process, but it's absolutely their decision, what they believe is best for themselves and their baby, and then we work alongside them to support them in that and help it become a reality. 
Yes, I see also, sir, you have a very nice website. Uh, by the way, any other listeners would like to look for that website. It's www.ccsomn.org. Again, that's www.ccsomn.org. And it looks like you work in a particular area called Onward and Upward. Uh, can you tell us a bit about that program of Onward and Upward? Yeah, that's one of our newest programs um, under the Pregnancy, Parenting, and Adoption Program. We started in 2016 wanting to support single parents who are going back to college. And so that started as a, a pilot program with Rochester Community and Technical College, um, and it's, it's just grown since we've started. Um, so we support single parents um, pursuing a health care degree. Oh, very good. And when you're supporting, say, a, a, a single parent or a single mom who comes in for help and say she wants to keep the child, what sort of uh, strategies do you have? What sort of help are you able to offer them? So in the Onward and Upward program, it's, it's a three-part program. So a big one is monthly scholarships, um, and those go directly to the women that we work with, and so they can decide, you know, what, what bill that's going to go to. Um, so it's a monthly scholarship for the whole time they're in our program up um, through six months after graduation. Um, they also receive mentoring, and so that's with one of our social workers, and we generally cover things like identifying their learning styles, um, some time management, budgeting, but then we also work a lot on goal setting, connecting them to resources, and we want to be a source of encouragement with all the, the barriers they're facing to be a single parent, often working part-time and in college. It's it's a lot, so that encouragement can go a long way. Mm. And then the third part of the Onward and Upward program is emergency assistance. Mm. So over and above the monthly scholarship, if something comes up that's just not in the budget, um, the car breaks down, the furnace goes out, uh, they need backup daycare, something like that that you can't really plan for, we can also help meet a lot of those expenses throughout their program as well. Oh, that is that is an amazing uh, uh, service that you provide in those key times because many of those questions, uh, a single mom or a single parent, how do they answer those? Where do they have it? Especially perhaps the, the family structure around them is not sufficient to support uh, such a, a moment of stress or uh, difficulty and that this service, this act of charity can provide hope and a sense of comfort that, that is uh, profoundly important and that, to give a sense of peace. Um, have you, uh, can you share with any, any stories of, of uh, ones that say feel good that you've able to help and, and uh, uh, here in this area? Sure. Um, we had a student who shared part of her story in the most recent Courier, um, and I have permission to share her story. Her name is Carrie. She started in our program a couple of years ago in the dental assisting program at RCTC. She's a single mom of a little boy expecting another baby. Um, and as she shared her story, she talked about just being tired physically, mentally, emotionally. It's a lot. Um, I believe she was working part-time throughout school, too. Um, and she talks about joining our program, thinking it might be too good to be true, um, but finding a lot of support, um, never judgment, she says. Her social worker helped her kind of process through her fear and anxiety with school um, when it got to be overwhelming. And then um, having somebody just check in on, on, you know, how did the exam go? How was the first day of internship? Preparing for a job interview. 
Um, we helped her create a budget and find lots of resources. And so she graduated um, last year in 2020, and she's working now as a licensed dental assistant. Um, and just talks about what a huge difference that made in her life. It was really exciting to see, you know, last year, all the extra challenges that came with COVID. We had nine students graduate, and some of them told me, um, like I said, we support folks in the healthcare field, so a lot of them are going to become nurses. And some of them told me COVID just helped motivate them even more. They wanted to be on the front lines making a difference, too. So that was really cool to see. Well, that is good to see because your acts of charity then inspire others to say, we want to give ourselves even more uh, and go out of ourselves to live, uh, hopefully for Christ, right? That that becomes the ultimate mm-hmm. motive. Uh, that, that's great, Sarah. Thank you for sharing that. Uh, along with that, you know, you must have some special people working with you. Do you have a, a kind of team where you have uh, a sense of how you help people and the strategies of other people working with you to do these good works? Absolutely. We've got a great team. Um, We're all licensed social workers that really have a heart for children and families. Um, And we really focus on on empowerment, Um, not just, you know, giving out handouts and supporting people with tangible things, but um, encouraging them, helping them raise them up to support themselves in the future, giving them the tools to do that. And I think that's what keeps us going every day, seeing these success stories. Oh yes, I I hear that happening in it, and uh, uh, for what you're describing in that work, because it it would not be just one person helping the the person you saw the success. Uh, there needs to be a few different people working on different aspects of the various issues, because you never know what comes up in family life, and especially if there's uh, a struggle or a difficulty. Um, you know, so we're going to go to break here in just about a minute, uh, Sarah. Uh, so can you? Can you share uh, a few things more about what you're seeing today as far as uh, the needs of uh, young parents coming to you now? Yeah, um, housing is a big one, and it has been a huge need for for quite a while, but a lack of affordable housing. Um, There's just not anything affordable um, to rent for families, and so that's a, a huge barrier, and I know that's what a lot of our scholarship funding goes to is paying for rent or, or even a mortgage. Um, child care can be tricky to find, and that might be lightening up a little bit now, but especially for infants and young kids, it's hard for parents to find daycare. Um, and for others, transportation is a big barrier we see, too. It's hard to to get around and navigate, um, especially if you don't have a vehicle, but that's a huge expense for families, too. Hmm. Very good. And I think some of our listeners out there, we can join in praying for you to have the open doors to help solve these things because you not only need the practical solutions, but also the spiritual solutions. Uh, So we're going to pause for a break here as part of our interview. Uh, So listeners, you're in Real Presence Live. We're listening to Sarah Vetter from uh, Catholic Charities of Southern Minnesota. Please stay with us and be with us after the break. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Choose the number one nursing program in the nation, the University of Mary. Of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide, Mary is ranked number one by the National Benchmarking Service Mountain Measurement. 
100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And eligible nursing students receive their senior year of tuition free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation. Check us out at umary.edu nursing. That's umary.edu nursing. If you are experiencing depression, anxiety, or suffering, especially from grieving, how can you find healing? I'm Father Chris Alar. While you should first seek professional help when needed, there is a roadmap that can help you to live your life again, and it is called the Spiritual Principles of Divine Mercy. First, come to admit that you are powerless over the loss of your loved one. Second, come to trust that Jesus can restore your life to manageability. And third, make the decision to entrust your will, your life, and your loved one to the loving care and protection of God. Join us and learn more about how to apply these healing principles in your life. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost and to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director at Riverview Place Senior Living Community in Fargo. For over 35 years, we've been honored to nourish our residents in mind, body, and spirit. We offer a full calendar of activities, events, and faith-based programming, and the best food in town. Our independent and assisted living residents thrive in our warm, comfortable, and compassionate community. We'd love to meet you. Call Marin or Katie today at 701-237-4700 to line up a tour. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back to Real Presence Radio Live. Here with Father Randall Kiesel, broadcasting from the Church of St. Michael in Pine Island, Minnesota. Great to have you with us this morning, this great day in which we recognize Saints Anne and Joachim, the grandparents of the Virgin Mary. We're blessed to have here with us this morning on uh, live on our show, Sarah Vetter, who is the director of Catholic Charities of Southern Minnesota. And you can find information at www.ccsomn.org. And Sarah is talking with us about the needs of single mothers, along with adoption, and all the various uh, programs that are into the effort of helping uh, young parents. And welcome back with us again, Sarah, here after the break. Thank you. And so, Sarah, we were getting into a little bit of the hardships that mothers, uh, single mothers may face. Can you share with us uh, a little more of what you see uh, at this time uh, that single mothers struggle with? Yeah, so like I mentioned right before the the break, we see a lot of needs with housing and finding affordable housing, um, especially as new families are moving into a new apartment, huge costs for deposits and rent. And so that's another part of our program um, for anybody who's pregnant or has a baby under a year old, whether or not they're in college. So it's separate from our onward and upward program. Um, But we offer one-time financial assistance for new and expectant parents to help them get into an apartment or pay a month of rent while they're off on maternity leave, things like that. Um, And we can help out with rent or utilities, um, car payments, anything like that. That's a necessity. We also provide a lot of baby items. We had a a community baby shower this spring, and we were overwhelmed with the support from the community of diapers and wipes. Um, so we share those with families 
that we need because that's an ongoing need for for new parents. Um, yes. Lots of diapers. Absolutely. We also have a pack and play program, so we can provide um, free beds for babies that need them. Um, so again, meeting those tangible needs for parents while we're talking about making a plan for the future and what do they need to support themselves going forward. Do a lot of budget planning with those families as well. Wow, and it's amazing that as I think of this, uh, it, I know you mentioned before the break the great team you have because it it takes people. You you establish a relationship, and people will come and talk with the mom and and talk about goals and and uh, um, are, are there any specific things that you're team members have as the skills that you emphasize to help, uh, say, coach a single mom or to encourage a single mom? Are there any strategies that you have as a team? Yeah, I think, you know, our our backgrounds in social work help us um, really connect through, through empathy and empowerment, not sympathy and feeling sorry for them, but really listening, active listening and reflective listening to make sure we, we really understand where they're coming from and what they're looking for, um, and then partnering with them in a supportive way so that they don't just feel like they're always asking for help and getting handouts, but but getting connected to the resources to, to move forward on their own. Mm, very good, Sarah. Now, our good Lord Jesus wants us to do works like this, the works of charity. We go out of ourselves and express uh, His love for uh, every child of uh, God. And so how is the church continue to step in and to assist in this uh, work of charity that you're a part of in helping single parents? I think the Catholic Church has so many great programs to support communities. Um, I think of, you know, St. Vincent de Paul and a lot of the areas that we serve is very active, um, often sending us referrals or working with us to support a family if we can both meet part of the needs and together um, we can get that family where they need to be social justice groups, um, Catholic Charities itself is the social service arm of the diocese. So all of that really works together to, to support communities and families in need. Mm, very good. And let's say any of our listeners are interested in, in helping in some way uh, this work. Is, are there opportunities for people to give or to offer some kind of assistance? Yeah, we've got a couple different opportunities um, for support. The Onward and Upward program is funded almost entirely by private donations and family foundations. Um, and we've seen a, a very generous support for that program, which is really exciting. I think people are excited about um, meeting a need and, and really raising families up to support themselves. The folks that are graduating from Onward and Upward are making livable wages, 25 plus an hour, you know, to support their families. So it's a huge step up. Um, we also, in October, have our baby bottle campaign where churches participate in and hand out empty baby bottles to um, parishioners. They fill them with change and bring them back, and we often raise more than $50,000 for the year, and that goes into the, to the direct support for new and expectant parents. Um, and then new this year, uh, a very different way to get involved, we're offering a modern adoption training for professionals or community members who want to know better how to support people who are exploring their options during their pregnancy. Um, you don't have to become a, an expert in adoption, but we want to dispel some myths, give you some positive adoption language, and help you feel confident in bringing it up as an option. 
So we're doing a free one-hour online training on August 19th, and that information is on our website, too. Or you can email adoption at ccsomn.org, and we'll get you set up with that. We just we want people to feel more confident to bring it up because it is such a positive option for women. Oh, that's fantastic work, Sarah. That's good. And I encourage our listeners, if you're interested, again, to assist in some way, such as Sarah mentioned, you can find information, www.ccsomn.org. Um, also, sometimes I, you likely encounter single moms who perhaps in the past have had an abortion. And I was looking on your website, there's uh, an option for Project Rachel. Can you share with us a little more, more about how um, Onward and Upward or a part of what Catholic Charities does in this area to help moms in, in, uh, through those past experiences? Yeah, Project Rachel is an awesome program through our clinical counseling program where women or men who have been a part of an abortion in the past and want to find some healing can come in. We have a grant to offer at least six free sessions of counseling for those individuals. Um, so it's, it's clinical counseling and also filing, finding healing and forgiveness. Um, so that's an incredible program that Catholic Charities offers. Um, sometimes women come in, sure, that have had a, an abortion in the past or who have considered adoption in the past but weren't sure and decided to parent. Um, I also have met a number of women who come in with a second pregnancy and say, no one ever brought up adoption to me. I didn't know it was an option or I didn't know it was a loving option. Um, So that kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier, too, that it's so important for women to know all their options going in to be able to make an empowered choice. Yes, that's good advice, Sarah, as well. And what would you suggest that, because many times um, I'm thinking about how would a a young woman or a single parent come to find their way to you? Do you find that most of the times there are referrals or someone suggests? How how is it that someone finds your services? There's no wrong way to find us. Um, A lot of women are referred by social service agencies. We've got informal partnerships all over southern Minnesota, so public health or um, counties, social service agencies. Um, A lot are referred by friends or find out about us online. We have an active Facebook and Instagram page um, to reach out to women. So a lot of different ways that people find us. Mm-hmm. And and then that leads to my next thought is, is what would you suggest to our listeners? They know someone, say, who's a, a expecting a baby, not sure what, what to think of it. And what would you say to them uh, to say to their friend or loved one or relative, perhaps, uh, how they can assist them a, in the closeness of that relationship right now? Yeah, I think, you know, first of all, listening to her, what are her hopes? and fears for baby and herself. Um, Part of it is encouraging her to to reach out to an agency that can provide some counseling, but also being supportive no matter what she decides. I think sometimes adoption can be a little bit intimidating. There's a lot of unknowns if you're not really familiar with how it works and what openness can be, Um, or parenting. And, And people can have strong opinions and emotions come up when when there's unplanned pregnancies, but being supportive of her, listening, um, and then encouraging her to call. We have a social worker on call 24-7, so whenever somebody's ready to talk, um, we've got a social worker ready to talk, and they can reach us at 800-222-5859, and that number's on our website, too. 
Oh, thank you, Sarah. And what about here in the Rochester, Minnesota area? What sort of programs do you offer specifically in this area? Yeah, so we've got two social workers in the Pregnancy, Parenting, and Adoption Program right here in Rochester. So Onward and Upward, um, Pregnancy, Parenting, and Adoption Counseling. We have Project Rachel here. Um, And also outside of our program, we've got Clinical Counseling in Rochester and Refugee Resettlement. Um, So meeting brand new refugees at the airport and working with them for the first number of months to get them settled um, in Rochester and the surrounding area. We also have active aging um, all over the diocese, but very active here in Rochester, too. Wow. And do we got about uh, 90 seconds or so here, Sarah. Can you share with us anything of your your hopes uh, for what's coming up in the future and anything else that you may be getting into to help uh, single parents? Yeah, we're always looking to offer more resources for new and expectant parents. Um, It's not available yet, but we hope to offer infant car seats starting um, this winter. And so hopefully I'll have an update for that soon. Um, And then we're just trying to continue to grow our program, make sure people know about us as a resource so that if new expectant or single parents are looking for help, um, we'll be there to meet that need and connect with them. Sarah, thank you for being with us this morning. We've had Sarah Vetter from Catholic Charities of Southern Minnesota. Sarah, you keep up the great work, and we're very blessed to have you on to learn more. And again, if you'd like to learn more about helping in this beautiful program, it's www.ccsomn.org. Thank you for being with us, Sarah. Thank you so much. And so coming up next, do you want to love like the saints? We'll dive into this topic next with Liz Kelly. Stay with us on Real Presence Radio Live. Live, engaging, and local. This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. 